Shut up, I love it. Sasha, the biscuit was right in front of the house and Stripes couldn't see it at all. But there was a duster, but he's a real sniper when he gets on the ice and he knocked it right in the five hole. Shut up. I love it. I am Joe Cabello. And I am Sasha Filer. Wow, that was, you prepared for that one. You prepared. I had some preparation, H. Because That's my right. butthole is looking like a gobstopper. It's got a okay. lot of hemorrhoids. All right, all, all these words I don't understand, but what I am, do understand. Yeah, no, I don't know. Tell me, what is it? So it was a treat in Willy Wonka, and it looked like a very oh, jaggedy, almost rock-like thing. So my butthole looking like that is very resembling of uh, bad hemorrhoids. Good to know, good to know. You are looking swole, so I know you're lifting a lot of weight. But that's not what we're here to talk about. I wish it was. <laughs> one really day, could. one day. But uh, this, first of all, is a podcast called Shut Up, I Love It, where we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, misunderstood, misrepresented, canceled, you name it, joining us today. He is an alumnus of the Second City Main Stage, just for laughs, and performs around the world with the Black Backline podcast. You may have seen him on Ghosts on CBS, on IFC's Baroness Von Sketch Show, performing sketch comedy with the NFL on Fox, and as a writer-actor on Netflix's Working Moms. Welcome, Adam Colley. I love it! Wow, what an intro. And Joe, at first I was like, what are you talking about? And then I was like, wait! I get this cultural reference. I get these words. And I was so excited. Yeah, you just weren't expecting them. So it's just like, this is nonsense. But then you knew. <laughs> Sasha, did that mean anything to you? No, but I could tell the accent that Joe was putting on. So I had some idea of what and was going on. You, and you knew the topic of today's show. I knew show, the topic. So, so there are a couple of things were going it's on. It's not so like I totally that. blew it. You know, like we're doing an episode about dinosaurs and then my intro is all about like milk <laughs> or something. You're like, okay, this doesn't. Track. No, it, it was great. And it is a rarity to have an American talk like that. And being a Canadian... Uh, and the, our topic being so near and dear to my heart, mm. when when I'm in LA, there's so few hockey fans uh, that gave it away. That made me. F- oh, I'm not supposed to say it. No, it's okay. You just uh, like offhandedly gave it away, and I was like, ah, well, like- well, it was weird because at first you were like, it seemed like you were being uh, cautious of it. You're like, you know, the topic we're gonna talk about. <laughs> well, with hockey, and you're like, what? What's going on here? Startling. No, uh, but that's fine. It's yeah. good. Good. Okay, good. Well, it, it just made me feel nice and warm. Uh, so thank you, Joe. That is great. And yeah. I want to get into like, yeah, the that of who do you know in this area that likes it and whatnot. But why don't you tell us, everybody, what are you here to talk about that you love? I am here to talk about hockey and not Whoa, ice really? hockey. <laughs> just hockey. Ooh. Okay. Oh. There's there's this weird thing in America where people call it ice hockey. Okay. Because, you know, technically, yes, there's field hockey. There's, I mean, in both countries, I'd assume road hockey, mm-hmm. uh, ball hockey, all this kind of stuff. But the real one is just hockey. And I, that's what I'm here to talk about. It is. It takes up a big part of my life. And it's improved my life immensely. Whoa. So I'm you, very excited. Okay, let's just get right into it. Like, do yeah. you play hockey? I don't currently, but I played all my life. So I don't have like a team that I'm on right now. Uh, but oh, you stopped like recently. Oh, I can play. Like I'm, I can play. I really enjoy it. It's just, it's, a, it's not something you can be like, hey, you and a pal, let's go to the park and <laughs> play basketball. Yeah. It's like you need a lot. You need Gear. equipment. You need a Gear. ice. You need, yeah. Yeah, not so, a great LA sport. Not a great LA sport, although LA is up and coming um, in terms of their NHL team. But anyway, uh, hockey itself is is so fun. I've it's the only like I pay for a hockey blog. Like Ooh. how much? There's uh, it's like seventy dollars a year. That's a good amount. It, it's a good amount, uh, but like I 
there's free sports articles online. Like I can read <laughs> about sports all the time. But there's this one website called The Athletic. And mm. they cover, I think, every sport. But their hockey division is just, it brings me so much joy mm-hmm. that I'm willing to pay for it. I understand that. I like yeah, because like yeah. Substacks, I'll, I'll subscribe to those or uh, Patreons yeah, for certain exactly. things. Yeah, So I get that. But wow, so, hockey. So um, this has been since you were a kid. You've loved it. You are a Canadian. I'm a Canadian. Um, and my dad is Irish. Mm. And my from dad Ireland? Made a very, from Ireland. Okay. Um, and this summer I got my Irish passport. So now I'm Irish technically as well. Whoa. Anyway. In Ireland, they play this sport called hurling. Yes, they do. H-U-R-L-I-N-G. And uh, it's a little like lacrosse and football put together. Anyway, um, the uh, in hurling, you have a stick called a hurley. And you have a ball called a slither. So, like a Harry Potter game or something. I, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, and... So that is where hockey came from. When Irish immigrants came over north, um, they would play hurling because that's the game they had. But in the winter, they mm. were like, oh, God, what are we supposed to do here? So um, if you go to the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, uh, they have hurleys, like old, old hurleys. And then they show the evolution of the hurley to the hockey stick. And so this is a long way of saying my dad fell in love with hockey immediately when he moved to Canada. Because he's like, oh, my God, I get this. Now, like, how this old exa- was your dad when he moved to Canada? He was 22. Mm-hmm. And so he was a big athlete in Ireland. And, uh, uh, but we made a conscious choice to say, I don't want to force Irish sports on my son who's growing up in Canada. I want him to be a part of, you know, his friends and what they're into. And uh, he fell in love with hockey, so he started watching it. I was excited by it. And so since the age of about five, I started playing hockey. Were you good at it? Eventually, I was, I was okay. Like, I was never going to be a pro or anything, but mm-hmm. there's kind of... What's that? Oh, I just said, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it um, seems to attract, like... Um, kind of burly man am i am i wrong Ruffians. i know not everybody i know not everybody is burly in the hockey but it tends to attract that kind of type yes and i would not consider myself a burly boy mm-hmm. but uh when you're a kid nobody's really burly and there you, True. Go. There you go so i was tall and i was creative and i think that really helped um my hockey and so fell in love with it and I would play on like the, I don't know what the equivalent here would be, but like a rep team, which is like, you have to audi- you have audition, you have to uh, try out. <laughs> you have yeah. to do it. A song and dance, <laughs> and then you have to hit several goals. Do yeah, some jokes. Yeah. Some puns. Yeah. So yeah. after a few callbacks, <laughs> uh, so I ended up playing like like a travel team where like you would represent your city, your town, and then you would travel to other cities and play against them. But never, never thought or never even wanted to play professionally. But um, I haven't played in so lo- in so long now. But even just watching it, I get so wrapped up in it emotionally. Oh, and, and how I- often are you watching it? Because like sports in general, I'll be honest. I watch like MMA every weekend. But any other sport, I mean, I'm usually surprised what season it is of sport. Like when people are like, oh, it's basketball. Basketball's on. I was like, fuck, I really don't know when basketball season starts. I have no interest in learning or when football. I know football season ends in February because the Super Bowl. That's about it. And maybe that's not even it might even keep going. I wouldn't know if it did. So hockey is so off my radar in that way. So like, are you able to watch? When do you watch it? And how often? I have no idea. Uh, so the hockey season is like October to April, and then there's playoffs. So probably the latest the season could ever go, if everything took the longest amount of time, is like the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. It's a good um, chunk of life. It's a good chunk of life. So there's 82 games a season. So I would plan to watch all of them, but... You know, obviously you can't, but I would probably say I end up watching about 50 to 60 games a, a year. 
I was at like one a week, several a week. That's probably several a week. The big That's thing. a good batting yeah. average. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or whatever uh, the hockey. Whatever the hockey. Is, like, right? like <laughs> yeah. Shooting percentage. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, America, like football, we have our own football league in Canada. Uh, we invented football at the University of Toronto. Did you guys know that? Oh, looks like we really took took the ball on that one over I here. I know. We, actually, our football league is older than the NFL. Um, we At the University of Toronto, rugby was huge. And then, I don't know how it happened, but one guy, they put one guy as the kind of QB, um, and that's how it took off. But anyway, it didn't really interest me in Toronto. Um, uh, what was my point? That uh, um, the basketball just, season. Yeah, yeah, the seasons, so how much you, you commit, watching. You commit to oh, a lot yeah. of it. I'm, I'm several a week. Cool, several a week. And the big thing, oh, this is what I was going to say. Uh in America, I think like Monday night football would be like the yeah. big thing, or Sunday afternoon football is like mm-hmm. the thing. And in Canada, it's hockey night in Canada. And that's every Saturday. All the Canadian teams tend to play. And it's like an event. So that yeah. is like the the emotional tie-in. As a kid, you know, you might go to bed before a lot of the games. But Saturday night, 7 p.m., hockey night in Canada. Like everybody knows that theme song. Everybody knows like the the segments. It it becomes like a, a cultural touchstone in Canada. And it's a big thing for all the players from around the world. Like everyone knows that is the number one show for hockey. And so as a kid staying up and like getting, you know, chips and mm-hmm. hot chocolate or something, uh, it, it was very fun. Now, uh, not everyone in America watches football, right? And is committed to the Monday night football. Would you say that um, overall Canadians are more committed to their love of hockey than Americans to their love of football? Or is it similar percentage? Although I know you don't have the statistics right in front of you. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Like American football, I don't watch any football. But like it's intense. The... Like, the commitment to football blows my mind. So, I don't know. I don't... I guess another way to ask this question is, do you know a bunch of Canadians who are like, hockey, I don't care? Yeah, but those are all, like, kind of artist friends. Where, like, they're not really into any sports, but... Only into improv, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They won't even do a hockey scene and improv. Like, have no interest. (laughs) It's brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I would say like it's definitely the most popular sport in Canada, like by far. Um, Toronto, where I'm from, like we've got the Blue Jays for baseball, we've got the Raptors for basketball, so it's like a little more spread out. But it's still the most expensive ticket in the city is easily the Leafs. Joe, what's your familiarity with hockey, if any? So really, like I actually I've never watched a game on tv or anything like that uh pop culture of course you had the mighty ducks movies <laughs> so it was in there letter kenny which is a, a hockey focused um but really not it's been so off my radar i think just as sports in general has been yeah i could probably count the number of football games i've watched on one hand and basketball games the same but in college, I was uh, part of the radio department. I had like a radio show and uh, for the college Same. station, that was a blast. <laughs> but you needed to accrue hours for whatever, because uh, it wasn't a normal class. You had to do stuff to get your hours and get a class credit. So at one point, they needed someone to help announce the hockey game, the, the college <laughs> hockey game. And I thought, oh, this will be interesting. Not realizing this wouldn't be like color commentary or anything like that. And I was so out of my depth. There was somebody sending me text messages of what to say, like this person did this, and I had no fucking idea Wait, what was so going on. So you were on. supposed to have a commentary going? I was calling the no- game like Oh my god. Johnson. I thought, hits I thought a- he was just introducing the game or something. No, no the whole to, like, game. Your it was hell. <laughs> I had no fucking idea what was going on. That was a the- show in itself, your comments. It was like, the worst clueless. thing. And nobody wanted me there. Nobody liked me because I was blowing it. 
you know, not saying the right names of people at at the right times. It was absolute hell. And uh, I got very humbled that day. But yeah, I'm so curious about hockey. I know nothing about it at all. So I was very excited to have this conversation just to even like learn what the hell is going on. Not, not just like why people like it. Cause I can kind of understand that part and cause it's like all sports, you know, the, the things you like, but like just the literal logistics of it or like <laughs> how many, like Sasha said, is our people in Canada, does everybody love it? Um, I just don't know. So Sasha, what about you? I mean, I grew up, you know, was born in Soviet Union, grew up in Russia, and I just, it was like definitely part of the zeitgeist constantly, like our hockey teams, you know, our hockey team or the main hockey hockey team and hockey, hockey, hockey was always like in the news. So I, in preparation for this podcast, just to give myself a little of that you know, injection of those emotions, of those that nostalgia. I wore, watched um, a famous, I guess, for hockey lovers, uh, documentary called Red Army. Adam, mm. have you seen it? I don't think I've seen it, but I definitely know about the Red Army. Yeah, yeah. Red Army, I guess, is uh, like American, like American Russian, like born in America, Russian director. Uh, interviewed in 2014 a bunch of crazy hockey legends in Russia and the history of hockey and the history of the five famous dudes, I guess, in the Soviet Union. There were like five famous dudes who kept winning everything. Uh, or so the documentary says. It was like told through their eyes. So they're just like 60-some-year-olds and they're telling about the pressure they had from the government to perform and like what they meant to the country and how uh, a lot of them, you know, like what it meant to them play outside of the Soviet Union. It was just really interesting documentary. And Joe, I was thinking of you about you a lot because there's some really badass shit going on that I'm like, you would like this documentary. <laughs> I was just like, you would like that. But other than that, I haven't watched a full hockey game from beginning to end, but both my cousin, um, when he was uh, like a kid in Maryland, he played hockey and he loved it for so much and and i just i just know that it's like in my in my in my surroundings and then like jay uh, my husband he played hockey also when he was a kid and loved it and i think hockey is what taught him that the cool things in life that at least that's his philosophy it's like the ones that have gear involved because hockey <laughs> has a lot of gear like it's just shitload of gear like i hate gear so i could never play hockey even if i because i'll be like i have to carry what with me like everywhere the biggest that's why, like, bag the, music, <laughs> the biggest bag seen. and so like the music we plays it has to be drums like you know his job is like to work with like equipment like film equipment so all of that i feel like it just started with early on with hockey <laughs> So that's like me vicariously living hockey through people around me. Um, but Adam, why do you think uh, hockey or what is your take on hockey? What is it? Is it misunderstood or what is the deal with it? Um, yeah, it's an odd sport to, to the idea that it's on ice, I think just makes people roll their eyes. Mm-hmm. Like why? Like it, why? feels like, well, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, so many great sports are just grass, right? Like, even yeah. if you can have tennis on grass. but Soccer, you know, golf, so easy. Soccer, yeah. football, mm-hmm. baseball, basically. You so, could even I, do those on dirt. Like, you wouldn't yeah. want to, but you could. But, like, you need so much. I think, like, and I think that going forward, it's why hockey is going to go down in popularity Mm. is it's just it requires so much and so much money it's very expensive and in canada you know canada is a super diverse country and toronto is like super super diverse and so people are just like well fuck it i just need a ball i can play basketball with just a ball soccer fine frisbee like all of these sports that are just like i need the most minimum equipment possible Mm -hmm. because that's what i can afford I think that's what's going to take off and hockey is going to start to just be like, oh, you're it's like you're on the yacht team or something. It's like rowing. Yeah. You I row crew is the way people are going to talk about hockey. Um, So I think there's just a lot of things. The the 
in Canada, you could probably find a place to play hockey um, at least some point in the year outside, like on a frozen lake. Um, in America, you could get that for like half the country. Yeah, it's like very East Coast. I tend to connect that with places that play hockey during the year. Yeah, I mean, like Denver is a big place just because the elevation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've got so many states that it's like we've never seen a snowflake. Like I, so just generation generationally, I think it's just been way easier for it to be inside of you know Russia and Canada's culture. Um, so it, it just doesn't make sense. And it's so much easier to play these other sports uh, in America that it's like, yeah, it's fine. Like they have a million teams in the States and they have full buildings, but um, I can't see it ever competing with the the other kind of three other major sports. Yeah. So the new category of Shut Up, I Love It, a dying out Ooh, type of thing. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe sad. when we do dinosaurs, that'll be... About they're on that as well. Yeah. Well, uh, so thinking and Sasha thinking about what you said about that documentary, like it's so hockey's so old too. But um, basically, I'm sure if if anyone doesn't know, so there's two teams. They face each other. Takes place in a rink, probably the size of like um, three tennis courts, mm-hmm. uh, and it's all on ice, and it's divided into two halves. You know, each team takes a half. There's five players on at a time each and one goalie each. And there's one puck, just a rubber disc. And the goal is get your disc in the other team's net. So beat the goalie and that's it. The more most points win at the end of three periods of 20 minutes. So you're usually just thinking like, how do I get this puck into the other team's net? Let's just get the, as soon as we have it, let's skate up the ice and try and score. And that was the way hockey was for like 80 years. And then we played the Russians. Whoa. And the Russians were the first team to ever have the puck and say, hold on, we're not in a a rush. Uh, We're going to pass backwards. And we're just going to have control. And we're going to draw you out. Instead of just attacking you and making you defend, we're like, we just have it now. Come get us. And everyone was like, what's happening? And so it changed everything people thought about I'm getting goosebumps. I barely even understand what anything means, but I'm Uh, like, this is so exciting. Yeah. Oh, there's like the, 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 uh, I can't remember what it's called now. Either the, the Russia can, the Russia summit series. There was something that happened in like, I think it was 67. 1967, and Russia sent their best players to play against North America's best players um, and ended up being uh, the finals were Russia versus Canada. And it was the most brutal, like, this was like a matter of national pride. Like, schools stopped. They brought in TVs into classrooms and was like, you have to watch this thing. We all remember 67. I mean, that was a crazy <laughs> year. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, like, for Canada... You would be like, "What happened in '67?" Like, well, we beat the Russians. Oh shit! Paul yeah, Henderson and th- scored this goal. If you oh, ever, shit. once you're done, yeah. look up Paul Henderson's game-winning goal. He scores, and he starts like he gets tripped as he scores, and is flying through the air. And there's this like beautiful black and white picture of it. But like, talk, when you talk about the culture, like there's songs written about that for in Canada, and like it's just so it's, it's wow. so ingrained in us. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, Sasha's I think they, pissed. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm into it. Like, I think Red Army documentary uh, is based on, like, the old beef that basically gets, like, revived with this new generation of Russian, you know, Soviet stars and how they try to take back, basically, what they lost, I guess, in 1967. They may have mentioned that in the beginning. It's very interesting. But um, the thing about different style of playing also is covered in that documentary a little bit where they talk about this uh, outlier coach for the main Soviet team who would go to like Bolshoi theater, like ballet performances and see how they dance. And he was just like this like overweight kind of clearly like drinking dude, but he was so passionate about it. And he was like really kind to his uh, like players. And he would like, just like 
watch ballerinas, you know, how they would handle like a big formation and try to like translate it into hockey. And he would just like really get inspired from what he would just sit with chess masters and try to like see how they do it. And then when American players came to America, they're like, shit is like brutal. There's no art to it. People just beating the shit out of each other. Because full contact sports, it gets very violent, I guess. I don't, that's what I'm guessing from seeing a lot of footage of people just getting just... It's just jammed with an elbow on the head, you know, constantly. I mean, it's pretty intense. So, I don't know. I thought it was very yeah. cool how to, you like, you know, you, like, have the puck, like you're saying, but you're not immediately scoring. You're just kind of staying with it for whatever reason. Yeah, and they're, like, you're totally right. Like, the when the Russians came over, and some, uh, there was a Russian player named Alexander McGilney, and he was, like, the top prospect in Russia. This is probably, like, late 80s. And so, so uh, Soviet Union um, and the NHL uh, in North America were like, if you ever want to play, like, we'll take you immediately, immediately, like, you're amazing. And the government would let him go. And so he went. He snuck out. He was like 19 uh, years old, too. It, they covered it briefly in that uh, doc- documentary because they're like... They're like, it's like the people talk shit about him that he did, like, you know, because the people who didn't go, but they were invited yeah. before, whatever. But he was like, yeah, this is it. And so he left. Yeah. I, I don't blame him at all, obviously, but um, became, that was a big like, scandal. Um, mm-hmm. And he was amazing. Like, it's not like a lot of Russian players come and, you know, they do okay. But he mm-hmm. was one of the ones where it's like, you're like the best player. We've never seen anyone do what you did because we're just used to crashing and banging. But your speed and like your finesse with the puck, mm-hmm. we were like, we got to be more like Russia. So that whole like there's been a, a huge melding of how Russian and Canadian styles have created what the current style of hockey is. I would actually say that Russians like Joe, when you said like, oh, Sasha is pissed. I would actually say that in general, it's got to be like this shared love of hockey that overall like i'm like thinking back even russians love canadians there is love <laughs> and i i think that love is uh, has a lot to do with the love of hockey like i really do i mean the fact that it's cold in both countries i think there's a shared <laughs> <laughs> there's a shared cultural element that changes everything but in general i feel like there's a certain brotherhood that russian people pre- you know, share with Canadians, at least from our perspective, from their Russians perspective. And I feel like it has to do a lot with the love of hockey. It's like the back and forth of like, well, who's the best? Because, you know, back in the day, like 15 years ago, I watched the earlier documentary about Wayne Gretzky to talk about, you know, Canada stars. And I was like, I remember being like, Wayne Gretzky is the shit. Like, what a fucking (laughs) awesome dude. What is he? What's his deal now, Adam? Like, can you give us... Yeah. yeah, he's so he was just kind of like the they call him the great one. You know what's so interesting about him though? So he he came in in I think 1979 and just like no one had ever seen someone that good. Like it, mm-hmm. it would be like um he, he is so far above everybody else in the record. Like Michael books. Jordan, yeah. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um so he has the he has the record for the most goals ever scored in the league ever. <laughs> and you know who might break it? <gasps> Alexander Ovechkin from Russia. Right, is like that's like the most recent uh hot, you know, hockey person, right? Yeah, he he um is probably one of the most famous people in the league right now. Mm-hmm. And uh if he's he's probably 37. Oh, so and hockey that's... players they, they last, but but they still last longer than many other. Yeah, I feel like. if you Maybe? if you play till you're forty, mm-hmm. that's like that's probably where you want to quit. Yeah. So if he plays till he's forty, I think or forty one, he has the chance to be the only person to ever beat it, and probably will be the only person to ever beat it for another fifty years. So a Russian will wow. take the the lead of the Fucking number Russians. one goal scorer ever in hockey. <sighs> and. Okay, so how do you feel, Adam, about Stanley Cup? Do you, when you like see it on TV or whatever, do you get like excited or do you like <laughs> no, whatever, Stanley Cup? It's just the so same. So I, I have a weird fear that, because the, the, the team I cheer for and the only team I'm invested in is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Okay. They have not won the Stanley Cup 
they are the team with the longest drought of winning the Stanley Cup in the league. Damn. So 1967, they won. Big day. I have a fear that if they win, I won't know what to do. <laughs> like, like, uh, like, expand. I won't know how to feel of like, they did the thing. Okay. Nothing so, to look forward to. So, so what? Like now, I don't know what to think about that. But that's probably not going to happen. But uh, the Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship in t- uh, 2019. And basketball's far down on my list, like at number two in terms of enjoyment. But the joy that that brought me confirmed it's going to be okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a great time when they win. When the Raptors won, it, it sustained me for so long. I still smile when I think about it. It brought me so much joy, that journey. So the Stanley Cup itself, I'm like, nah, I don't feel too connected to it. But it's just the game itself I enjoy so much. And the reason I'm asking, and I feel like then I'll stop just going on and on, but I um, is because Jay, former guest of the show, husband, he mm. happened to hang, hang out next to Stanley Cup and touch it and take pictures with it because he was um, shooting... Uh, NBC's Superstore and they actually had an episode where they flew in the freaking actual Stanley Cup instead of making one which seems insane I mean that's awesome do you know there's a guy whose job it is his job is called the keeper of the cup (laughs) he just keeps it all year so he's got it because it goes to it like like what Sash was talking about like it goes to events Right. Mm-hmm. So if it wants to be if someone like some IBM is like we will and uh, get your photo with the Stanley Cup at our corporate event. Oh, shit. His job is he keeps it and he cleans it. He wears gloves whenever he touches oh, it. Yeah. And he's a very um, responsible man and it goes where he goes. It's like the team gets it for like a week. Right. Like where they're doing every, stuff with it. Every player gets either a week or a certain amount of days with it. So people will bring it back to their hometowns and parade it around. Um, And then I guess the start of the next season, they kind of have to give it back to this guy and this guy takes care of it. And he's like so horny for it by that point. He's like, please, it's been gone so long. Do we know when they go, Or is it like anonymous? Oh no, the, you, he's okay. there. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. you can look him up. He's he's just a <laughs> kind of a nice average dude yeah. just hanging out. But when teams take it, the cup, they can kind of do whatever they want with it, right? Those all the, because it is an actual cup on top of kind of a statue. People do like the famous thing is to you know drink champagne out of it or beer or whatever. But people put cereal. People like have their kids do things with it. Um, so they take it and like. People have lost it. People Whoa. have broken it. Uh, I think a team uh, left it on the side of a road in Vegas. No. Like they all got into a limo and I was like, who's got the cup? I'm like, I thought you had the cup. Oh shit, where's the cup? Oh my God. Uh, and they so got to call the keeper. Beginning hey, of like a comedy, right? Like, like, like a, a hangover feature. movie. Yeah, a hangover movie. Dude, yeah. where's my cup? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, cool. Well, so, like, when is the season starting? Do you already know the dates? Like, are you already ready to go? October 11th. So, you're revving up. And what's your community like here in in L.A. with hockey people? Very small, and that's okay. I've got a friend that when Toronto comes to play L.A., I'll go with him and a few friends just as an event. But in terms of watching games, I actually like to watch them either alone or with someone who watches it like me. I don't like talking during the game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? It's not like it's on, like baseball, I feel like you talk through. It's on in the background. But hockey, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I want to watch and focus and soak it all up. So yeah. I would never go to a bar and watch a hockey game. Wow, See, a great yeah, because mm-hmm. like when I watch exactly. MMA, I'll watch it with people sometimes. Uh, actually, sometimes my friends will watch it over stream together and just be chatting. But I've gone to bars and watched. I really enjoyed that. But definitely it's like, hey, once the match starts, unless you have a comment about the match, 
and it's every just every once in a while shut up i don't want to talk about your dad's illness or like your wife <laughs> Whoa, or whatever third baby yeah yeah like whatever that is Stop. save that for the breaks After. in between the matches mm-hmm. yeah. i'm definitely like on that so you got to watch who you're watching these things with because they'll ruin it and then you have to be rude you have to be like hey can you not talk to me doing this not part? rude at all not mm-hmm. rude I'm very happy to say hey if you're in this house, we watch the game. Yeah. Take it outside. Mm-hmm. How much time do you think, uh, Adam, a day or maybe a week, whatever your uh, quantitative preference here is, do you spend on like researching or learning about all things hockey? Your blog, obviously, yeah. it must be a good amount of time. Yeah, I would say there's probably like with no game on, Probably Let's do an, hour no and game. Half, an hour and a half a day. Oh, yeah, you uh, love it, Because baby. what I'm including is <laughs> I, I subscribe to a bunch of podcasts. Mm-hmm. So when I'm just walking or doing chores, I'll have a hockey podcast on. Wow. So that's your go-to topic of a podcast, generally speaking. It's, it's like hockey. the only one. Okay, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's heavy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh, now only this episode, your own episode. This episode, episode you're multiple gonna... times I'll be listening. That's wow. That's I, a real love, that's love of it. right yeah. there. It it does, and it's it's not. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to convert anybody. I'm right. not like I don't. I don't need more people involved in this. <laughs> it, it feels. It just. It does feel very. Um, I think it's probably the way like a collector feels. Like I don't really collect things, but just having them in a, a display case like uh, action figures or something it's like mm-hmm. i just have I, they bring me joy mm-hmm. just just seeing them like get, get a little smile or something and for it me just, yeah sorry I, it just doesn't matter to you what other people think of it right no and i i don't tr- like other than you guys being like <laughs> talk to us about it for me i'm just like yeah it's just my thing i just really enjoy it i don't try and be like you gotta get into hockey man right uh, I'm very much little little private joy. It's like playing, like mm-hmm. really enjoying solitaire. If you do, you play any other sports at all? Like even just a little bit? Uh, I mean, not really. Right. Like I I can play, but right. I don't actively play. Okay, but even just you know from outside of being a player, just being an observer, how would you describe like in a few adjectives hockey? Like as a sport, as the kind of energy like it brings. For example, I'm just gonna give you some adjectives like aggressive, you know, uh, you know, fast, uh, or because you know, soccer. For example, people watch and they're like, it's slow, you know. Like there's like <laughs> basketball, it's like very eventful, just shits constantly is happening. Or like, how would you describe hockey at all? Uh, definitely fast. It is so so fast. Um, like that's I don't know if you remember when uh, this was like probably 15 years ago, but um, a large part of the American audience complained that they couldn't keep up, they couldn't keep oh, yeah. track of the puck, so they added a glowing orb to the puck, <laughs> and then yeah. it had little streaks so the the audience could follow it just because it was moving too fast. Um, I think they just got better cameras, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, fast, fancy, and aggressive. Yeah. Because there's something about, like, uh, imagine, um, like, it's like when you're stuck in traffic and you see a a motorcyclist kind of weave in and out of traffic, right? It's Or I guess an easier one would be football. You know, when you're rushing up the the field, all these people are trying to tackle you. Mm -hmm. And in, in hockey, it's the same thing. They're legally allowed to hit you. But if they hit you and knock you down, the play doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. You keep going. Mm-hmm. So there's like, there's just constant chaos, but then the ability, the really skilled players to weave in and out of those bulky men trying to knock you over and crush you against the boards. That's the other thing. There's no out of bounds, right? So if someone's yeah. running at you in football and you step out of bounds, we stop the play. Someone's r- skating towards you in hockey. You just have to scrunch your body up and absorb. Yeah, hit a wall, and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Wall. Yeah, like people. So just there's nowhere to there's nowhere to hide. Walls. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so to 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 maneuver through all of that at that speed requires so much 
aerodynamicism and like the ballet idea of like mm-hmm. you have to be so skilled to maneuver your body around them and to move at that speed and deke someone out requires such hand-eye coordination. So it's a really nice mix of like fast, aggressive, dangerous with like super fancy, clean movements. Yeah, it's yeah. that dichotomy of elegance and brutality. Yeah. It is really crazy to see some players, and I'm just saying from watching this documentary, so I'm sure people are probably even more advanced these days because more techniques get developed as any sports develops. But just to see somebody going as fast backwards as they are <laughs> going, you know what I mean? And like, and just passing this puck across the field to, or I don't know, what is it, the rink, to, um, to their fellow player with like barely looking from what I can see. Like this just like the organic knowledge of a spatial awareness where your team, teammates are. I mean, maybe it probably it's like this with many kinds of sports, like, like basketball, I'm sure is that the way, but it's really crazy how fast it goes. You're like, what, yeah, the puck and- is right there and they just scored? What happened? Like, because you sent us a bunch of these videos to watch of scores from the last season and we're mm. like, how the fuck and and it's so weird too because because you're on ice you rarely are standing still mm-hmm. right so you know in basketball you kind of you get set up and you're kind of like if you don't have the ball you're just waiting for the ball football there's so much standing around so is baseball but in hockey you're just everything's constantly in mo- in motion like soccer i guess in that way a little, but even that can have some standing even around because you're on you're on grass. Like there's if you're if the ball's not near you, you're just standing there. Right. But in hockey, you're, it's, you're like a shark. Like you can't stop moving because you're just on ice. So even when you're not meaning to move, you're gliding. It's, you know, this, it's just, it, yeah. like the more things you add to a person that they have to manipulate, it does add this elegance because you know you're on skates, you have a stick. Versus, you know, tennis shoes, hand on base, uh, basketball, that type of thing. And it kind of reminds me, if you push even further, something like skateboarding, where it's pretty amazing seeing how they manipulate this thing that is not part of them. And there's a smoothness like it is part of them. So just to see them on skates and using the stick in a way that seems like an extension of their body is pretty incredible. Yeah, totally. Like it, and it, it's, I don't even know how to, it, like I, one thing I would want to give everyone is like five years experience having watched hockey so that they could just appreciate what you've just said, Joe, of like. He says he doesn't ah, care if people watch hockey. He just says know, five I, years. Just a minimum five years. I feel like I'm turning Joe around though. Yeah. I think Joe's almost ready to sign up. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch games with you and tell you all about my life while you're trying to watch the game. You're my like... dad's real sick. Like, yeah, <laughs> shut your mouth. Take it outside, Joe. That example, too. Yeah, this is sad. Uh, I know. <laughs> it's, a sad, it's a sad example. Uh, so true. But yeah, it's, it's, it, it is that nice mix, that nice balance of, um, you know, aggression and, and uh, elegance. Now, is there any discourse about, uh, like, CTE or injuries the same way that football, I feel like, is there's this bubbling current happening that is going to potentially affect the game or take it down? It has already. Uh, so, so, so many new rules have been put in place to avoid, like, they now they have concussion spotters. So what that means is if you get hit real bad, there's someone literally like a human watching the game in the stands that says that guy needs to come out and you come out of the game. Even if you're like, I feel fine. They have to take you out and run you through some concussion tests. So -hmm. you might miss eight minutes of the game just because and you're like, I'm fine. But like, sorry, man, I I just got to do this shit with you Um, in the Quebec. One of the Quebec junior leagues they've eliminated fighting. So now you're just, you can't fight. Um, But fighting is still a part of the NHL. But that's another thing where people just get fucking, it's my least favorite part about hockey is just people fucking bare knuckle. Yeah, We don't allow boxers to do bare knuckle, but as soon as you're on knife shoes, you just fucking (laughs) can box whoever you want. 
No. Uh, so that's, and how much so, of that is part of the game? Because that's what I don't understand. Like mm-hmm. you say, it's part of the game. There's, it's it's the the thing I was going to bring up when you're like, are they trying to fix things like CTE and stuff? The big thing right now, actually, is it feels like that's a little older for us. We've kind of handled that or, or in the process of it. But the big thing is the cultural change. Hockey's got a real toxic culture mm. of like from coaches being like, walk it off. Like, I can talk to you however I want. Mm. I can degrade you. I can embarrass you. All of this. And yeah, toughen up. Talky. Then there's like the way uh, there, there's a case right now where one of the junior Canadian teams is accused of like massive sexual assault. And before kind of people were just like, like, it sounds awful, but a little like boys will be boys. Right. And now people are like, they're, the police are involved and it's it's a massive cultural shift. And that's the focus right now. So the big program is called Hockey is for Everyone. So they're trying to eliminate any kind of misogyny, racism, uh, homophobia, all this kind of stuff. Because there's some horrific stories coming out at the moment. So it feels like that's where hockey's big challenge is coming up and where they're kind of putting all their energy. Wow. And that's that's really tough because it, it is these things that are ingrained in it. There's money behind it, too. You know, especially when you talk about that thing with the team, I can only imagine that stuff gets shrugged off because, well, what are we going to do? These guys are stars. Well, and that's what's so so wild about it right now is that that sexual assault happened when they were... Uh, on the junior team. So they were probably like 16 to 18. Now, it that was years ago and it's coming out now. So those people are already like millionaires in the NHL, important players. And if they get, wow. um, uh, a, what's the word? Um, acquitted? I think that's either, one Either acquitted <laughs> or not, uh, there's going to be huge, like millions and millions of dollars ramifications mm-hmm. uh, to lots of people. So not that that's an excuse, but but they're thinking about it. Why. We know they're thinking about it. Yeah. yeah, they're willing to do this to try and hopefully correct this kind of behavior. Wow! Wow! I am learning so much about hockey. Definitely getting into it. Just listening about it. I feel like there's so many um, great films, maybe or documentaries that I haven't seen. On hockey, do you have any recommendations, Adam, or am I putting you on the spot? Uh, no, I, I think documentaries are are probably better. I would ra- I'd rather watch a hockey documentary than a hockey movie. Uh, things like there's a one from like the '80s called Slapshot, which is like a a comedy. I I actually hate it. Mighty Ducks is is kind of fun, but like in terms of not a Real hockey movie. Would, yeah. yeah, it's more of just like a, a high school movie. So I would stick to documentaries, and I don't actually have any off the top of my head because uh, I just watch so much of the actual sport. Right, I right. watch very little of that, those, but I'm sure you can find them. Happy Gilmore. That's sort of a hockey movie. <laughs> Remember The Love Guru? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mariska Hargate, Mariska Hargate. That was Mike Myers. Mike Myers is from Toronto. Uh his kind of like, I'm going to make the Leafs win the Stanley Cup in a movie. And it would just suck that the movie was so bad. <laughs> oh, so bad. It's, it's uh, frightening. That we never bad. saw. Yeah. <gasps> Amazing. Well, Joe, do you think we are ready now to go to the ratings? Yeah, I think it's uh, game time. Game time. I was trying to, th- trying to quickly <laughs> look up on my list of hockey slang, what term that would be, but. That was pretty good. Um, How do ratings work on Shut Up, I Love It? All right, we're going to rate hockey on a scale of 0 to 10 using something else as our basis of comparison. So that something else could be another sport where you could say, hey, basketball's a 2 because it's lame and hockey is a 10 because it's great. Or you could even say, you know, punching a guy bare knuckle is what I want to rate it on. That's 10. It feels good and it feels just Mm -hmm. as good to watch hockey. So that's a 10 too. So really it doesn't matter. And if that doesn't make sense, Sasha and I will go first. You got one, Joe? Yeah. You know, the easy thing I could do is rate it against the sport I do love of mixed martial arts. But I'm not going to do that. I'll uh, <laughs> okay. rate it. <laughs> I don't take we the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it wouldn't be fair to hockey for me to do that. So I'm going to rate it against uh, baseball, which is something, a sport I'm semi-invested in invested in because my parents are. When baseball season happens, they're talking to me about it. The San Francisco Giants are our team. I like that team because I'm originally from that area generally. So um, I'll, I'll watch a game. I'll watch a game live, especially because that's a, that's a talk about your sick friend's dad uh, type of a game. <laughs> um, but still, like, not super eager about it. I don't know when this, it starts. I think I only really care if the Giants win the World Series and stuff. I'll give it a 5 out of 10. Um, now, hockey, I've seen way less of. I'm less invested in it. In it. Um, but... You know, I'm confused by it. I'm baffled by it, but only because of ignorance of it. Not not like when I watch or am made aware of something like a curling where I'm like, what the fuck are these guys doing with their brooms? You know, like where I am baffled by it in that way. So, you know what? Especially watching those clips you sent, I'm going to give it a five as well. Five out of ten. <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> I think it's and that's it stands with baseball. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm no. happy with that rating. All right. I will rate hockey against watching documentaries about hockey. Wow. <laughs> there she goes. Um I don't know um about you, but I don't watch a lot of documentaries. But when I do, I usually get really uh sucked in. Especially if I watch a sports documentary at least maybe because i watch the good ones so if you just watch if i just watch really good documentaries on sports like i get really committed and so watching red army which by the way i gotta you know i've read on reddit that that's a, a, the one documentary that people uh you know suggest hockey lovers watch I was like so into it when I was watching. I was like upset when the world was taking me away from it. You know, when you were like, there's a stop word. Like, why, why is like my, my husband need things for me? Like my child, like, like everybody needs to stop because I need to like go back and watch it. It was a 10 out of 10 experience, truly. Watching hockey, I don't have a lot of commitment to it. Like I still, although I don't think it's like that hard to probably understand what's going on, right? Because you just follow the puck and see like, Hopefully it goes into uh, what what to score. Like you know, I understand how scoring works, so I would say that I will give hockey a seven compared to watching a hockey documentary. Wow! Now, do I rate both of your ratings? That would be incredible, I, I, Joe. But Joe, that's a zero out of ten <laughs> for me, and Sasha, that's uh, a very acceptable. Two out of ten. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. um, let's hear it now from you. The most important. Uh, how I rate hockey? Yeah. Yeah, and and I know it might seem obvious to you, but we've had some people bring on topics and rate them incredibly low for some reason. Uh, or maybe like take something else in your life that you love so much that it would be interesting to see where hockey lands on that scale of love. Okay, I'm going to. Uh, uh, rate hockey against alcohol. Whoa, they go well together. I know. Too, you, so. I know you like a glass of uh, everything. Cocktail, a cocktail. A cocktail. Yeah, right? I like That's cocktails. what we last time we spoke about it. Yeah, a little, yeah. little cocktail. Yeah. So, um, like, like alcohol for me has like there's the anticipation mm. of like ooh, um. What, what am I going to choose, right? If you're at a mm -hmm. bar looking at the pull taps or like the back bar with the whiskeys and ooh, what am I going to, yeah. right? The potential, the energy, the what's going to happen. Then the there's taste. The, the, the taste. Mm. The taste. And some taste good and some feel good. Yeah. Even though buzz. the taste is bad. Mm -hmm. um, but I think mentally I've, I've made it so it all tastes good, even though it's bad. Uh, <laughs> but... But sometimes you can make some bad choices with alcohol. You can wake up and not feel good the next day. Can happen. Although it might feel great in the moment, what happens after might be a problem. So hockey. If you're breastfeeding or whatever you do in your lives, I'm not, but if or you are, you, don't do it. Make it harder to get down your hummus and black bean 
meal, Call back. that was. Call back. That meal still slaps. I had it today. <laughs> I, uh, I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> go uh, back, so listen hockey. to Adam's previous episode, go back and then come back and you're back. Welcome. Welcome. You made it. Please try out that meal. Uh, uh, so hockey has the same idea, the anticipation. Mm. There's a game tonight. Ooh, I look forward to it all day. I look at the starting lineups. I start to think, ooh, what would I do if I was the coach? Ooh, okay. And then there's the what's going to happen in this game. So much potential. Is this person going to hit this milestone that they're going for? Is this person finally going to make a, an impact? They're a young player. Are they going to finally do the thing, get the coach's attention? But if they lose... This is where I start to have negative feelings. And you start to be like, oh, the hangover is ruined. Yeah. You got the hangover, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm going to have to say alcohol is a 9 out of 10, and hockey is a 9.5 out of 10. Ooh. Edging out Edging. with the win, hockey. It's yeah. great. Uh, yeah. Wow. I really like that scale. I think that's a good challenge for our guests who love the thing that they bring on. Shut up. I love it. Hopefully. To go yeah, get else something else that they really love. Yeah. Amazing. This works. Thank you so much, Adam. This was so exciting um, for me, at least, and uh, for Joe, who gave it a five. <laughs> it was the same as baseball, though. <laughs> That's, That's why I didn't... I should have <laughs> gave baseball a 10. Take it outside, Joe. Yeah. Um, what's going on with you, Adam, in this world of uh, strikes happening and then stopping to happen? How are you doing? Anything you want to uh, plug? Uh, sure, you can. Uh, what can you see? You can see um, uh, a live show called mm. Seven Minutes in Heaven at the Upright Citizens Brigade the second Saturday of every month. Great. And um, it is a. Uh, we transport you, if you're in the audience, to the 90s in a basement in Canada. And so we transform the basement to uh, with like all 90s posters. And uh, you, we bring you pop and chips, sometimes ketchup chips from Canada. And it's a seven minutes in heaven party. So do you, do you know what this is, Sasha? I know the show from seeing it on Instagram. But, but like, you'd do you played know what seven, seven minutes, minutes in heaven, heaven No. Is? So this was the thing you do at like in high school or probably younger than high school. But like at a party, it would be like you'd hook up with someone. It would be like a game where it's like, okay, Sasha and Joe. Oh, yeah, they put you in the in, in the, the closet, in the closet. for yeah. seven minutes and know do the whatever. Name, but I, so. I don't need seven. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you never needed seven. Forty seconds in the closet. We with got Joe. fourteen in. So, uh, uh, Adam, did you come up with this show for UCB? Yeah, uh, that's cool. Me with with two of my friend, my Canadian friends, and uh, so what happens is. Uh, you, uh, we pull out names as if you're going to go into the closet. But once you go in the closet, it becomes like an improv scene. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to. It's nothing sexual. You just go in yeah. there. But your suggestion is a uh, a '90s song from a specific year. So that's the inspiration. And then uh, the lights come up, and you have seven minutes to do whatever kind of scene you want. And so we have a collection of duos doing that. Uh, seven scenes, seven duos, seven minutes each. That sounds really fun. Sounds yeah. really great. Yeah, we'll post the link to that show on the description of the episode. Um, Joe, what's going on with you? This podcast is coming out just a few days after a big thing that's happening. Yeah, it's out. It's, it's out, out, everybody. Robot Guy Teen Team, my animated series, is on YouTube. It is about a bunch of teen mech pilots who pilot mechs to save the world but it's kind of like uh, an anime, like Evangelion meets Workaholics. A lot of just people talking shit, making jokes. And you can go to joecabeo.com. I post right on the homepage a playlist of the episodes. Um, I think as of this is out, there is two episodes up. So you can binge watch two episodes and there will be a new one out every month. I've been talking about this, I think, this whole year. Uh, or most of this finally, year. We're finally, finally getting the fruit off the, off it's the brain. It's here. Picking it up and biting it. And guess what? Maybe, maybe, just maybe, there will be a podcast episode of Shut Up, I Love It coming up 
very special, unique episode where we get to talk to Joe about the making, making yeah. of all that cool stuff that he keeps telling us about. And maybe we'll even have some of the characters come visit. Oh my god, I had no idea, but I am into it. Um, all right, Adam. Well, are you Virgo, by the way? I don't know why. For some reason, I thought you had a birthday recently, Adam. No. No, Pisces. Pisces, my Pisces. I should know. I am a Pisces. I don't know why I'm looking and thinking Virgo. What do I know? What I know is that this was a great episode. Thank you for being here. And y'all, thank you for listening. 